Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Danielle Crapo, and you are listening to Blind Living Radio. Joining me in the studio today is Mr. Steve Heaston. Harley Thomas is still on vacation. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's everybody doing? Yeah, how are you guys? I bet they're ready for spring just like we are. Oh, yeah, I've been ready for a long time now. So just to let everybody in the audience know, um, Steve Heaston is an inside sales associate at Industries for the Blind, and Steve, like myself, is blind. So uh, we share, we have a lot in common. Um, I, I don't have any kids. Um, I have a zoo of animals, but that's okay, especially with your news. Hey, do you want to share with our uh, audience? Well, our large family is getting ready to get even larger. Lori, my wife, is we're expecting our fifth child on uh, April 20th. And it's going to be a girl. So, so exciting! Yeah, we don't we don't have a name picked out yet, but hopefully <laughs> we're narrowing it down. We'll have one soon. So yeah, you you probably need to uh, get that narrowed down quickly. I have uh, four kids. We have four kids already. Um, Josiah's seven, and uh, Jenna's five. AJ's four, and Matthew is two. And then so. the baby. Absolutely. And Jenna, uh, my daughter, said when she found out we were having a girl, she said yes. Oh. And AJ said, I wanted another brother. He, he said it twice. He, he must have really wanted one. So, well, you know, he might he might just be one of those big brothers. The minute he sees her, he's going to be Mister Protective. You never know. Oh yeah, he's already probably working towards that. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it's exciting regardless. They're all such really, really, really cute kids. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so, Steve, today we wanted to talk with you about the public policy forum that NIB, which is National Industries for the Blind, um, and they are Industries for the Blinds. I don't know if you would call them the parent company, but we fall under National Industries for the Blind. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk to you about Public Policy Forum, and can you explain to our audience what that is? Sure. Well, as Danielle mentioned, we work as an agency under National Industries for the Blind. NIB, or National Industries for the Blind, is located in Alexandria, Virginia, and there are approximately 80 NIB agencies that are affiliated with National Industries for the Blind, and we are one of those. Industries for the Blind, Inc. here in West Allis, Wisconsin, is one of those. We also have another agency in Milwaukee called Beyond Vision. And Public Policy Forum, basically every spring we get together as agencies. Usually there's about 40 or 50 that participate. Not all 80 are able to do that for various reasons. But uh, we, we fly to Washington, D.C., and we get together and work on issues related to the area of blind employment. Beyond Vision travels with us as well. So usually there's about four four of us from, from here at IB, including Danielle, joined us this last time. Yep. Also, uh, C.J. Lang and Cindy Pinkley came along with as well. And from Beyond Vision, uh, Rob Bittner and Jim Curlin came along. And what the Public Policy Forum basically does is we, we realize that our voice can be much louder and more powerful on a collaborative basis. And the, the goal and uh, mission of NIB is to enhance and provide both economic and personal independence through creating, sustaining, and improving employment opportunities for the blind. So in order to make that happen, we need to take that message to Capitol Hill. And so each uh, time we go up there, we have usually two or three different topics we deal with. And what we do at the Public Policy Forum is we get together and learn more about these different issues that change every year, like the, the political landscape does change all the time. 
So they change every year, but we learn about those issues and how we can best message and get our message across on Capitol Hill. What I do is I set appointments to meet with our senators. We have two senators here in Wisconsin, and then we also meet with four representatives. So that's usually one of the most challenging parts is getting the appointments set up. Uh, schedules are busy on Capitol Hill. Find out whether a meeting with our staff member or with the actual representative. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what, what it is. And what is the goal? Is it is the goal to meet with them and kind of share the issues with them? I know the answer, but but I'd like <laughs> for our listeners to know a little bit more. You know, do, is, what is the goal of these meetings or the goal of going to Capitol Hill? Sure. Well, Congress is really where it's at when it comes to making decisions that affect us all. So we have messages that we need to get across to Congress that 435 representatives and the 100 senators if we don't keep those messages fresh and coming through, decisions are made and things happen that may affect the future of blind employment and the Ability One program. So the goal to do that is to keep that message in front of Congress and find out who is our allies, who, who would work along with us to, to make sure that the future is bright for blind employment and the Ability One program. So that's really our, our goal is ongoing, keeping that message in front of them and making sure that we're doing what we can to to improve things. And what successes has Industries for the Blind had on Capitol Hill? I'm glad you brought that up because the way we achieve that is is another goal I, I want to talk about is creating Ability One champions. Let's say the issue on a, on a particular given year might be compliance. Maybe GSA is not being compliant and abiding by the Ability One program and uh, doing what it can to make sure that people are purchasing blind-made employees. Well, you know, we need we need to change that. Several of the uh, people we work with have stepped forward and became allies in working with us to make that happen. In 2006, Representative Jim Sensenbrenner from the 5th District here in West Dallas became an Ability One champion. And in 2009, Senator Herb Cole became an Ability One champion. And really what it takes to become an Ability One champion is to, first of all, you need to visit the agency. The person presenting the award, the, the agency presenting the award, the individual needs to have visited the agency. And then to have taken some appreciable and some some tangible action on our behalf. So, for example, in 2006, one of the issues was Congress, the stores there in the house on the House side were, were not carrying or selling Ability One products. Well, uh, Jim Sensenbrenner really jumped on that issue and said, hey, that's not right. We need to do what we can to change that. And he, he wrote a letter and took steps on our behalf to make that happen. Then he came and visited us, and uh, we were able to present him with that honorable award. Yeah, I, re- I remember that visit. That was a great day. Yeah. Well, Steve, this is a great place for us to take just a small break. We will be right back. My name is Danielle Crapo, and you are listening to Blind Living Radio. We'll be right back after a word from Industries for the Blind, Milwaukee, the official sponsor of Blind Living Radio. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Direct from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio from Industries for the Blind. 
Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. My name is Danielle Crapo in the studio today with Steve Heeson. Hey, Steve. Hey. Hey, thanks for being on the show with us. Oh, it's, I really enjoy this stuff. This is a labor of love for me, and I'm glad to spread the message. So. Awesome. So before the break, you were telling us about uh, the Ability One Champion program, and I know you had a little bit more information to share about that. Sure. Well, I just wanted to mention that Mr. Sensenbrenner came in 2006 and actually participated. He cut the ribbon for our new facility. And that was really, really cool. We have pictures, and uh, <laughs> it's just really neat when we can get someone um, like that involved. And uh, 2009, we had Herb Cole came and did a full tour and sat down and, and really shared what's going on with him. And then we've, we shared with him what he could do to help make things better. So. Yeah, that, that was definitely a memorable day at Industries for the Blind. I remember when uh, you actually, I believe, presented the plaque to Herb Cole. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that was really an honor. So... Uh, I wanted to ask you, too, on Capitol Hill or here in West Dallas, what have has been your most memorable experience uh, with the Public Policy Forum? I would say each and every year is, has been really memorable. But one of the most memorable would be hearing uh, President well, was Senator Obama at that time, but he's an Ability One champion. He's a senator from Illinois. And before he even ran for, for president, he spoke to us. And I could tell at that time that this is a rising star and that we should be looking out for uh, Barack Obama. And uh, if he's running for president, he had a good chance to win, and I was, I was right. And, but every time we can get together with uh, other blind people who are, who are doing things to make things better for blind, hardworking Americans is a memorable time for me, and I just, I just love it. Having you there this last year was 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 really a good time. So yeah, it was really fun. I, I look forward to this this coming public policy forum, Great. if I'm invited. Can oh I yeah, come? you're coming. Yes. <laughs> so just one last question for you uh, for some of our listeners who are employees of other NIB agencies. How can they get involved or learn more about the public policy forum? Well, one of the things that NIB has put in place is an advocates program. So basically, what that does, if if you're interested in public policy and issues that affect blind employment especially, let them know at the NIB office. And if you want contact information, you can get in touch with Danielle, I'm sure, or myself, or she can get you in touch with me. Um, If you're interested in that, it's a way to learn about public policy and the issues that affect us. And you can become an advocate and learn how to better spread the message on Capitol Hill and in your local community. That'd probably be the best way to do that. Also, read up on issues. Watch C-SPAN, <laughs> which I absolutely enjoy. If you have an interest, there's definitely the resources out there, and we'd be glad to get you in touch with those. Well, Steve, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. No, thank you. The pleasure is really mine. This is a labor of love for me, and I really appreciated the opportunity. So if listeners want to learn more about the Public Policy Forum or Industries for the Blind, they can go to ibmilw.com. If you want more info about Blind Living Radio, you can drop us a line at blindlivingradio.com. And Steve, congratulations again on the new baby. Oh, thank you so much. We're excited. The kids are excited, and we just can't wait. Yeah, so I, can't, thank you. I can't wait to meet her, too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening, everybody. Harley will be back in the studio with me next week. But until then, take care, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com.